From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of June 7, 2011. I'm John Major. I'll be your host this week. And I'm joined in our studios, physically here in our studios, <laughs> right here with me, Scott Smith, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, I got, made myself laugh and I forgot who was in the room, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and Max the intern, all the way back in the peanut gallery, looking so small. Uh, who is soon to have his mommy back. Oh. Speaking of which, uh, Pete Werner, Walter Eccles, and Teresa Eccles are finishing up an 11-night Disney Cruise Line Mediterranean cruise. Um, seems like they've been gone for years. Like they've been gone forever. Um, but they will be back next week as part of the show. Pete's been uh, posting and updating on the Dreams Unlimited Travel Facebook page. Corey, how do they get to that thing? Facebook.com forward slash Dreams Unlimited Travel. Awesome. Technology is so cool. <laughs> and he also recorded, they recorded a show, a uh, one-hour show about their Barcelona and on. Um, we listened to that, and Pete sounded so tired. Did you guys listen to it? No, not yet. Oh, my God. He looked like, he sounded like he was going to drop. <laughs> Aww. The other thing he's doing when he's tired is he says, um, a lot. Um, he hardly ever says, um. Right. Exactly. They were, you could tell they were exhausted. I only listened, we only listened to a part of it because then Teresa started talking and it started bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard her voice and it was kind of like, I could hear that voice. Yeah, I talked to Pete after Florence and he was exhausted. Oh, it must be. But he was in shopping paradise. How All the Florence leather. feeling? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Florence feeling? Oh, poor Florence. She was mugged by Pete. <laughs> not, they're probably happy now that their economy's flourishing. <laughs> My economy's been stimulated. <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a great trip, but with the ABD add-ons and everything, it sounds like they're going constantly. Mm-hmm. So, right. Good for them. I hope they're having a good time. They'll be back next week. Um, this week, we're going to talk to Kathy Rowling, who tells us about her adventures or her experiences in the Magic Kingdom for gay days. Um, the team is going to talk about the best way to stay cool. Is this Kathy's coming out party? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what her lesbian name is? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the team is going to talk... <laughs> the team is going to talk about the best ways to stay cool, safe, and healthy during the summer Florida heat. Plus, the Disneyland team has a show again this week. Do these guys ever work? Do they have day jobs? <laughs> They're putting out shows faster than we Nancy are. Nancy claims to have a day job. Who? Nancy. Oh, Nancy. I think you said auntie. <laughs> Nancy has more hours in the day than other people. <laughs> she does. She, I swear. I don't know how this woman gets any rest or how she functions from day to day because it seems like, because from her Facebook updates anyway, she gets like maybe four hours of sleep mm-hmm. a night. Maybe she does. I don't know how she functions. Uh, all that plus a disboard show for you this week, roundtable rapid fire, and much, much more. All right. Let's get started with some housekeeping. I know, Kathy, you have something for us. Yes, I went to the um, memorial in Epcot Friday, Friday night, mm-hmm. Friday night for Lori and Glenn, and that was really nice. Um, there was several dizzers there that I got to meet. In fact, the one came up to me. I was sitting on the where they have like the little planters in front of Italy, and this lady came up to me and went, "Are you Kathy?" And my daughter looked like somebody knows you in the middle of Epcot. And it was Marie and her partner. She's Sugar Dimples. 
on the board. So that was nice. We got to hang out and talk to the two of them. The daughter wasn't Katie. No, my Katie. I was going to say, because, no, Katie was surprised that somebody knew you in Epcot? Yes. I thought she'd be used to that by now. Yeah. Really, Katie's been on a podcast cruise. Well, she <laughs> is, but, she, you know, I'm, I'm still her mother, and it's like, people listen to you? <laughs> you're really cool. you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, your mother's never as big a deal as... But anyway, then I got to meet um, Dustin West from the Diz and a lady by the name of Scrapbook Queen on the Diz. And I'm terrible with people's names, so I'm sorry if I didn't get all the details there. But it was really nice. Um, about it, There was a bunch of people from the Passporter there, and they gave out um, glow sticks on a necklace that was supposed to represent a candle for Lori and Glenn. And I posted a picture up on Facebook, but they gave like, it was like a little business card and it said, you know, that we missed Lori and Glenn. And on the back, it had a picture of the Disney characters and they were like crying, but Minnie wasn't in the picture since Lori's name was Minnie Lore yeah. on Aww. the board. And they, it had like the little pin that was like a black ribbon that they gave everybody and a little duck. And I meant to bring it, um, that has a halo on it. And there's something in the passporter group that this symbolizes something i guess you know your loved ones that have passed on or whatever so everybody had that and then right before um epcot the group all you know talked about laurie and glenn for a little bit and then we all raised our glasses to laurie and glenn so it was a real nice evening if you know something ever happens to me i'd like something like that okay yeah we're noting it now noted (laughs) (laughs) but it was very nice it's nice to to know that uh there's people out there that really do care. I mean, you know that they care, but to meet them in person and, and see them that they took time out of their Disney trip really nice. to honor somebody. So they must have been, she must have been very popular or very um, active in the Passporter community. She mm-hmm. was part of that. Okay. As very. well as the Diz boards. Cause, and, and on Facebook because she was one of my Facebook friends that. Um, right. That's how it kind of all mm-hmm. came out on the boards, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she and I had been in contact. She wanted to go see the space shuttle launch and. I wanted to see how it went and never did get to find out. But Excellent. Well, I'm glad you went. I'm glad you represented us. I'm sorry yeah. we couldn't go. We had planned to go, but we didn't have a sitter. Mm. Yeah, it was a nice evening. Thanks for going. All right. Um, continuing on with housekeeping, I want to remind everybody about our Power of Ten promotion. We, our Power of Ten uh, program, we're looking to raise a million dollars for Give Kids the World. Um, you can donate directly yourself. You can ask people to donate. You can organize an event on your own. There's a bunch of stuff going up on the boards. It seems like it's gotten momentum. Mm-hmm. It seems like since Dave's thing that he did uh, at the Star Wars weekends, other people are coming up with ideas. Yeah. You guys want to remind everybody about the Boston meet that's going on? There's about 215 people that are now coming July 2nd. It's that Saturday. I thought the theater can only fit 200. They decided to go and show the 2D version rather than the 3D version of the movie, so now they can have more people. They can actually, I think, have up to 250 people. Oh, wow. okay. So there's, they're going to show the movie at 10, and then after the movie, there's a barbecue. And you can, there's a thread on the um, podcast board that everybody can go sign up if you're interested. We'll be there. Very cool. I know... Uh, Nikki Bell's uh, doing something. She's doing a New Jersey meet mm-hmm. where they're going to try to raise money for Give Kids the World. So this should give people ideas for what they can try. And Nikki's going to serve bagels and locks at her meet. Oh. So if you think of something that you can do, 
you know, by all means, go ahead and do it. We're going to try to uh, empower people. We'll try to help you out. You can post on the boards. We'll see what we can do to uh, make your event better. But anything you can do to raise money for Give Kids the World is a good thing. Uh, if you want to check out our site, it's powerof10.us. It's the words power of, then the number 10.us. All right, and then my next housekeeping is I have a big update for our December event. Did I shock you, Julie? <laughs> Sorry. She like her head I like... thought you might like a, a reaction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need breaking news music. Do you? I can ask you that. I don't, do, 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 I don't do, do, care if you do, react do, do. or not. <laughs> I don't really care. I'm sorry. Every time you hear that news, it's followed by the words Casey Anthony. <laughs> Especially here in Orlando. I'm so tired of that. Oh, really? I'm not. We're totally obsessed. Are you really? Yeah, oh, I love it. God, I can't take any more. So tired of her. All right. So my big thing is my... It looks like Scott's checking the Casey Anthony update on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing now? All right. My big news is we have a big update for our December event, our uh, Dizapalooza 2011 Wizarding World of Harry Potter event at Universal Studios. I mentioned last week. It's December 10th, 2011, by the way. And it's 9.30 to 11.30 at night. We have rented out the entire Wizarding World of Harry Potter area at Universal Studios. We have three rides that will be exclusive to our group. There's going to be um, wandering streetmosphere type of people. There's going to be wandering podcasters. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. We hope you join <laughs> us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Last week I mentioned um, we have held some group space at the Universal Hotels. This is going quickly. So if you want to book this, please head over to the site and put in for a reservation. Royal Pacific for 169 a night. Hard Rock for 179 a night. Portofino Bay for one eighty nine a night. The nice part about this is is that you're going to be able to use resort transportation to get to and from the party, so you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, and then these fall into what would be a quote-unquote regular reservation at Universal Orlando Resorts. You get front-of-the-line access, all that good stuff. So please, if you're interested at all, please go and sign up for that. We have just started signing up Dreams Unlimited Travel clients for the event. And it is going fast. I'm a little surprised at how many have booked so far. So uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel clients are getting first priority uh, invites to the party. Um, They're going to get an email from their agent that's going to tell them how to sign up, where the page is. And from there, the process should be fairly simple. If you haven't heard from your agent, please make sure you write to them and ask them about signing up for the party because we want to make sure we get all our clients signed up first before we open it to the general public. I think we're going to try to open up to the general public next week after our next podcast so that we can announce a date and time because a lot of people get upset and they say, I didn't know it was going to be released at this date and time. So on the next Mm -hmm. podcast, we'll say it's going to be on this date at this time is when the general signups begin. Mm -hmm. So it's one of these things where there's been so much going on I haven't had time to focus on this, but now that I'm focusing on this, I'm getting excited about it. And I can be honest with you, I don't even think I'm going to ride the ride. I'm just looking forward to going and enjoying the area. I want to go see the queue. I want to see the queue. I want to see the streetmosphere folks. Oh, yeah. And I the streetmosphere go... is the best part to me. Is I can't it? wait to see Maggie Smith. She's not going to be there. <laughs> I'm not going to Because basically, they, you know, they go about their little business having conversations. You overhear words like muggle and wizard and, you know, all yeah, typical the Harry game Potter today? Yeah. terms. It's really cool. Now you guys aren't bringing the kids? 
930 at night? No 930, way. 930, no. You can't like... 930 him, at midnight? No. You can't give him Benadryl at like 10 a.m. <laughs> and force him to sleep? No, I think we'll be able to socialize more without him. Uh, that sounds good, I guess. <laughs> when bedtime is normally 730? Mm. There's social, social are, time with the podcast. If you would like to take uh, them and watch them... I tell you, we could put them behind like little velvet ropes and make them an attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the Martin children sleep. <laughs> we could charge for it. Hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> raise money for Give Kids the World. No, huh? raise money for me. <laughs> Do you want to hold a Martin child? Uh, we're also going to shoot for a podcast recording that weekend as well, like we usually do with our events. It's probably going to be on Sunday, Sunday following the party that night, and we'll give out more specifics about that, but... I think we can count on it being similar to what we've done in the past. We'll get a convention space at one of the hotels. We'll do an impromptu podcast, and hopefully people can come and watch and enjoy the show. All right. That does it for me for housekeeping. Anybody else got anything? We're still in housekeeping? I know. Wow, no. Seems like we've been talking about that forever. Is it time for lunch? <laughs> it's actually past time. You know, Pete's gone and this place falls apart. <laughs> Turned into anarchy. <laughs> All right, let's go on to Kathy and the news. Okay, our first news story is Betty Taylor and Wally Bog. Do I say that right? Pass away. They shared a stage at Disneyland five days a week for nearly three decades and died within a day of each other. Betty Taylor, who played Slew Foot Sue in Disney's long-running Golden Horseshoe Review, passed away Saturday. One day after the death of Wally Bog, who played her character sweetheart, Pecos Bill. It's amazing. Broken hearts. Maybe they were secretly in love. Could be. The 91-year-old Taylor died at her home in Washington State, Disneyland announced on its website. Bog, who was 90, died Friday. He was a resident of Santa Monica, California. Betty's role as leading lady in Disneyland's Golden Horseshoe Review helped turn it into the longest-running stage show in entertainment history. George... Caligridis, the the president of Disneyland Resort, said in a statement, it is a tragic coincidence that her passing comes just one day after the death of longtime co-star Wally Bogg. Bogg, a former vaudeville performer, signed a two-week contract with Walt Disney in 1955. He originated the role of Pecos Bill in the review, taking the stage three times a day and logging nearly 40,000 performances before retiring in 1982. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Most of those shows were alongside Taylor, who joined the review a year after Hope. Hope. Bog. You have Hope. Okay. Sorry. Her run on the show, which closed in 1986, lasted nearly 45,000 performances. The Golden Horseshoe Review is listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest-running stage production in show business history. Wally was instrumental in the development of live entertainment during the early years of both Disneyland Park and Walt Disney World Resort Keller Greedis said, his characters will continue to live in the hearts of our guests while his larger-than-life personality will forever make him the true clown prince of Disneyland. Okay, I'm getting confused on last names here. Okay, Bogue's comedic timing influenced generations of performance, including actor Steve Martin, who called Bogue his... It's Hogue. Bogue, okay. Bogue. Bogue. It's Wally Bogue, okay. B-O-A-G, no matter what John has typed. Okay. <laughs> who called Bogue his hero. Martin tweeted Saturday that Bogue was the first comedian I ever saw live. My influence, a man to whom I inspired. 
I aspired, excuse me. I gave you these in advance. I did. And I sat there and I read these out loud. But my audience wasn't as critical. <laughs> Your cats? <laughs> yes, my cats enjoyed the stories. The grandkids didn't really heckle her too much during <laughs> rehearsal. Bogue and Taylor both appeared on television in Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. And before joining Disney, Bogue appeared in a number of films during the 1940s, including Without Love starring Spencer Tracy and Katherine Hepburn and The Thrill of Romance with Esther Williams. He later appeared in Disney films such as The Absent-Minded Professor, Son of Flubber, and The Love Bug. Born in Seattle, Taylor began taking dance lessons at age three. At 14, she sang and danced in nightclubs across the country, and by 18, led her own band called Betty and Her Bows. I like that name which included 16 male musicians and appeared regularly at the Tryon Ballroom in Seattle. In 1956, while living in Los Angeles and performing as a drum player with a musical group, Taylor heard about auditions for a song and dance job at Disneyland. She got the gig, which she held for 30 years, leading to appearances on a USO tour of Greenland and Newfoundland and a show for President Richard Nixon and his family in the White House. She performed at the park until 1987, but continued to appear in special events such as Walt Disney's Wild West, a 1995 retrospective at the Gene Autry Museum of Western Heritage in Los Angeles. Um, I'm not sure about her, but I know that Wally was a, um, uh, he was indoctrinated as a Disney legend. Um, he has a window on Main Street at Disneyland. Street, yep. I don't know if you had a chance to check out uh, Mary Jo Wiley's or Willie's bog. bog. <laughs> her hog. She has Man, her own bog. She has her own bog. <laughs> Mary Jo Willie. She's growing cranberries. <laughs> has a blog. Um, she had a chance to meet Wally in his home. Oh, wow. And with a bunch of other dizzers. And it's really interesting. It's fast. And the picture she has. Did she like break in? Yeah. I'm like, he invites total strangers to his house? There's pictures of him asleep and going, Mary Jo's <laughs> over the bed. Mary Jo's going through his stuff. No, it's a good photo. It's very weekend at Bernie's. Have you ever seen either one of these two performers? Because this is like Disney before my time. This is not anybody no. who I recognize the name or anything, but I think this speaks to... I recognize the name, but I, I did No. It speaks to the Disney history of it. I mean, the people started in 1955. Yeah. And just I can't believe she was dancing in nightclubs at 14. It was a different time. I know. I'm thinking right now. I would not let my 14-year-old daughter dance at a nightclub. Yeah. Well, I think nightclubs are... On South OBT. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't nightclubs. <laughs> nightclubs night, night have kind of changed. <laughs> it's just a very, um, very interesting story how they passed away so close to each other. Yeah, that's It really sad. is. Kind of fun. In a creepy kind of way. Thank you, Kathy. Okay. Our next story is... Does anybody die in the next story? Maybe. No. No. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> John was kind to me this week. Please don't visit SeaWorld, Bob Barker asks in new TV spot. Bob Barker, former host of The Price is Right, is imploring people to stay away from SeaWorld. Life in cramped tanks is no prize for orcas and dolphins, Barker tells viewers. Barker filmed the public service announcement for PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, which hopes, with hopes that Orlando stations will air the spots. The goal, persuade seniors to avoid visiting SeaWorld with their grandchildren. Ooh, that's me. Um, <laughs> Barker has donated $2.5 million for PETA's Los Angeles headquarters, which will be called the Bob Barker Building. 
The TV host joins other celebrities such as Pamela Anderson and Matt Damon who have blasted SeaWorld. In the new spot, Barker complains that the animals at SeaWorld suffer because they are swimming in endless circles and performing dumb tricks day in and day out. Big deal, so am I. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Get over it. Does anybody consider Pamela Anderson a like spokesperson a role really? model? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, it's no, it's no secret that Bob is a... Have your animal pets spayed or neutered. Yep. Yep. He's a big animal rights activist. And, you know, if you don't like zoos and you don't like animals in kept, captivity, SeaWorld will probably rub you the wrong way. Yeah. He used to rub those Barker's beauties the wrong way. I would still take my grandchildren. I mean, you know, I, I, think, I think you can teach them a lesson. And, I mean, I personally can't get them to take the orcas and whatever right. else out of there. And I realize that numbers of people could, but as long as it's there. But even if you were to take them out and put them in the wild, they would die. Yeah, they wouldn't right. survive anyway. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> SeaWorld also does a great deal of uh, work with uh, wounded animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a rehabilitation thing. And I understand what he's saying. And you know something? There's a high there there there's a, a a good side and a bad side. It's a right. very gray situation. Yes, I understand it, but I think of the number of people who have been educated by this. You can go see manatees in, that in SeaWorld. Manatees are an endangered species. This is pretty much one of the only places you can go to see them unless you really search them out in the wild, which is much harder to do and then they're protected by law, so you're not even supposed to get near them. So it just it's a way of teaching people and I hope that there's some benefit to it. I really do. I got to do the the backstage tour where they they showed when after the oil spills that they brought like turtles and different animals in and how they rehabilitate them. Now, again, do they really need to do that? No. I mean, that's just another side of their business. So it's not that they're this horrible company. No. They they are making a difference. It's not like they're there. they're filleting the orcas and serving them up, right? Well, there's also something else. There's a flea market near our house, and every once in a while, this sad little traveling circus sets up shop in the flea market parking lot. And as you drive by, there's an elephant with a chain around his leg, uh, chained in the parking lot. I would be the happy at a flea market. At a flea market, wow! See, well, I that's... would be happy to picket the flea market. That yeah. you shouldn't do this. That that elephant shouldn't be there. I think to myself. My dogs are concerned about one thing, where their next meal is coming mm-hmm. from. And I think that's a lot of, we, we put a lot of human traits on animals. And I think to myself, maybe they're happy just being fed regularly. Mm-hmm. What My question is, how are these animals trained? Do we think that they beat a whale into doing a jump? <laughs> I don't think that's no. true. I don't think, <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think there's someone there with the, like the old-fashioned lion tamers. I don't think there's someone there with a whip. Trying to get the seal to do a funny or like slide, or like a cattle prod, right? It's done through. It's more done through um, encouragement, through food, and and I think that SeaWorld is a huge target. Why is Bob Nat out picketing small farms? Yeah, right. Where they have animals working. Why are we not, you know, picketing any place where an animal is actually doing a job? Why are we not picketing racetracks? These would just have superstar jobs. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. so I a think big it, company with a big name and right. a big target. And I, I think to myself, you know what? It's just... I just I see that it is a very gray area. 
And tomorrow, if you ask me, I might be able to argue for the other side also. You're right. They shouldn't be in tanks. But I, then I think, how many people would get to see that? And yes, I know. You can go whale watching. Tell that to someone who doesn't live near a whale watching thing. You know, if this is a way of bringing this to mass numbers of people. So, I don't know. It's gray. <laughs> okay. Our next news story is NBC Universal purchases Universal Orlando theme parks. Comcast's NBC Universal announced that it bought the stake it doesn't own in the Universal Orlando theme parks. NBC Universal said the purchase price is one, one and a quarter billion, subject to adjustment. Okay, the deal gave NBC Universal full control over Universal Studios Florida, Universal's Islands of Adventure, and Universal CityWalk in Orlando. The theme parks have been 50/50 owned by. NBC Universal and Blackstone since 2000. The deal is a large windfall for Blackstone, which bought its 50% stake in Universal for $275 million in cash and a $75 million sweetener based on performance of the theme parks. Blackstone may want to write a nice thank you letter to J.K. Rowling. Harry Potter helped Blackstone make three times what it put into the theme park investment. Universal's attraction, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, has helped boost... Universal Orlando's earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization to about $480 million on a trailing 12-month basis, according to a person familiar with the matter, up from about $230 million before Harry Potter. The new attraction was completed last summer at a reported cost of $250 million or more. That was a big commitment for the joint ventures or owners. So I wonder why Blackstone is selling now. Do you think they see something on the horizon? Because, I mean, that's a tremendous amount of, of income that they got. $480 million on a $230 million investment. That's big money. I wonder why they're selling now. Well, isn't that sort of like you should sell while you're, like, can it, can it go higher? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I would, it's sort of like houses in Florida. Like, if you knew that the downturn was coming, you would have sold when you could. Makes me think that maybe they know something's going to happen. Yeah, maybe sort of makes you think that. What's going to happen. When this was posted on Facebook um, from the Disney News Channel, I mean, a lot of people were like, can't stand Comcast. They have them as their local provider and they just can't stand their customer service, how they deal with things. So this, this is should one, be interesting how they, how they are in a park. This is one of those things where it's these whole things where companies merge and merge and merge and merge. It's not really Comcast running it. It's NBC is going to run it because they're the media giant behind it. You know, you're not going to get your local cable guy coming out in a dirty shirt, <laughs> sweating like a pig, you know, to fix Harry Potter when it's down. But does... <laughs> what? It's very vivid. Yes, it was. I've had some cable work done recently. <laughs> I think I even saw his name tag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I think NBC Universal should own... Universal Studios. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> An outside investment company shouldn't own Universal. So, good for them, I think. I don't know. I hope they don't change anything. I hope they don't run out of money. I hope it doesn't affect it in a negative way, but we'll have to see what happens. And that's it for all my news stories. All right. Thank you, Kathy. You're we'll welcome. move on to Rapid Fire. Who wants to go first? I will today. All right. Okay. TNA's rest... TNA Wrestling's Impact Taping, June 12th, 13th, 14th, 27th, and 28th. 
You can catch total nonstop action wrestling's impact Spike TV tapings live at Universal Orlando Resort. The tapings are held every month at Universal Studios Soundstage 21. The doors open at 6.30. Taping begins at 7. Seating is based upon availability and is left to the sole discretion of show management. They may not be suitable for all ages. Due to the length of the program and live audience recording, the recommended minimum age is 14. For the most up-to-date information, call 407-224-6000. Also, there's going to be a TNA pay-per-view event on June 12th called Slammiversary. You have the chance to be part of the live television audience for Total Nonstop Action Wrestling's pay-per-view event. Doors open at 7.30. Pre-show taping begins at 7.45, and the live pay-per-view event is from 8 to 11 p.m. It's not ticketed, so seating is based on a first-come, first-served basis. Woo-hoo. I know it's popular, but I've never been into wrestling. Mm-hmm. I have no I like UFC. To go, but I, I like sure. I like the the big fights. There like are that, people but... out there that would love it. So, mm-hmm. I wonder how that works. Is the soundstage in the park? Or the, it is... says if you're in the park, follow the signs. Yeah, I guess they have signs there inside. There are outside the park. entrances to it also. Yeah. I actually went to a tape or a wrestling taping. You did? did you really? When I first moved here, they did it. When Universal first opened, they had. Were you into wrestling? No, not at all. <laughs> Was it a date? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. It's just it was one of those things that we had nothing to do. Okay. We also went to a taping of Wheel of Fortune. At well, Disney. that sounds a little yeah. more fun. Well, it was about three degrees in there. Oh, it was so yeah. cold. And all they told you over and over again was don't talk to Vanna White. Don't talk to Vanna White. <laughs> don't even look at Vanna White. Don't talk to Vanna White. She's not well, the she walked president. right in front of me and I said, hi, Vanna. And they came over and they told me if I talked to Vanna White again, I had to leave. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. She probably had a lot of stalkers, and probably still does. Yeah, I wasn't stalking her. I, well, I know that. She stood in front of me. <laughs> Jenna White should bless the ground that her fans walk on. Really? <laughs> the fact she that gets, anybody will talk to her. When she, Teresa, probably, oops, she probably lives in like a multi-million dollar home for turning letters. Oh, yeah. she's. Yeah. Yeah, very I mean, rich. now all she has to do is push a button. She used to have to physically turn <laughs> yeah, the letter. Okay. <laughs> and, and she didn't even have to know where they are. Nope. <laughs> she didn't even have to <laughs> spell. They light up. Oh, look, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rehearsal for that. Huh? Maybe there you is. think she practices at home? Okay, kids, somebody push the button and light, the, yeah. light up the board for she mommy. She was, she was very nice. She turned around and she said, are you cold? And I said, yeah, I'm cold. It's cold in here. And they, they came over and it was like, I had like security all around me. Don't talk to Vanna White. Right, okay, I promise. So who did Vanna White wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was two different shows. Those Barker's beauties. <laughs> the... the where they do this is between, like, the two parks. There's, like, a walkway. When Teresa and I did the VIP tour, they took us by where it's at. And for the family feud thing, at their guest relations or whatever, there's signs that, like, tell you what time they're going to do these things. And you can sign up there and then go back. Do you to have see, to like, sign? I think you have to sign a release as yeah. you go in also. Very interesting. Thank you, Julie. Corey. Uh, we have a new column up that Aaron Del Prince wrote, which is pretty awesome that I think everybody going to Disney should read. It's Disney Parade Viewing Do's and Don'ts. And a lot. this is a hot topic, you know, similar to uh, the mugs. So, you know, you might or might not agree with some of these things. So I'm going to read some of the titles. Do arrive at your parade viewing spot at least 30 minutes prior to the start of the parade. Don't arrive just before the parade starts and expect to find a good, good viewing location. Now, he goes on and describes these into more detail. Um, do hold spots for your party who had to leave 
your viewing location. Don't hold spots for your party who've never arrived at your viewing location. Do allow your child or members of your party to move in front of you to get a better view of the parade. Don't ask another adult or stranger if your child can stand in front of them so they can see the parade. Do sit or stand in the space you claim to view the parade. Don't put your child on your shoulder so they can have the ultimate Mm -hmm. view of the parade. Do listen to cast members and be aware of your surroundings. Don't use the viewing boundaries as a way to get a great spot for the parade. Now, this column has 46 comments already, which was posted on Sunday, so it's very, very popular. You know, some people agree with all of them. Some people don't agree with some, but I think everybody should go read it, check it out. Because I think a lot of people just don't know etiquette. Seems like common sense Parade to me, but, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, maybe guess people have to be told. Well, common ev- sense ain't as common as it used to be, Dr. Right. Phil. <laughs> and everyone is on the vacation. <laughs> Don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> She's quoting Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah, everyone's on the vacation of a lifetime, and so everybody's like, well, this is the one time we get to do this, so I'm going to do whatever it takes to see that, you know what I mean? This costs a lot of money. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so everybody's Everybody else got the, in for free except us. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. Good information. All right. Thank you, Corey. I am rapid fire free today. Okay. You know we do this every week, right? <laughs> <laughs> and what was last week's about? Some random something. He told Ice cream. Us. He's like, it has nothing to do with Disney, <laughs> but. <laughs> People want to know what that ice cream was, though. On the I've boards. gotten emails and phone calls about it. <laughs> phone calls. Phone calls. <laughs> Ringing Kevin up. Is this Publix? Were you in the car the other day when someone called me and said, what was the name of that ice cream again? Really? (laughs) Can you see him calling the Dreams Unlimited Travel home office talking to Donna? I need to talk to Kevin. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, if you're one of those people who doesn't remember, it's there's my rapid fire. I'm going to repeat it. Oh, good. It's Talenti. (laughs) T-A-L-E-N-T-I. They have other flavors, but the one you should try is the sea salted caramel. I didn't care for it. It grossed me out. I and just salt and caramel doesn't sound good to me. I like salt and caramel together, but for some reason, gelato has a weird consistency. Starbucks has sea salted caramel hot chocolate. Ooh. I didn't know that. Can I have my <laughs> I, they, pro- sea salt? they probably don't. Well, yeah, of course <laughs> you can. They probably don't have it in July. <laughs> no. I mean, I would wait until it gets really cold. You know, like 50. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin, I think. Scott, what about you? Uh, advanced screening of the Lion King 3D to be held at D23 Expo. This is a little ways away, so mark your calendar. It's August uh, 20th is actually. The D23 Expo is August 19th to 21st. But uh, anyways, Disney has announced that they will host an advanced screening of the Lion King 3D for fans attending their annual D23 Expo. D23 is Disney's official fan club, and the company holds a convention each August at the Anaheim Convention Center, complete with screenings, celebrations, and merchandise related to all things Disney. Ah, <laughs> The preview screening of The Lion King in 3D will be held on August 20th. Disney recently confirmed that the film would return to theaters in 3D on September 16th, with a Blu-ray version following on October 4th. So, uh, and you can actually pre-order the Blu-ray, which I did uh, on Amazon. And you get, it's like a four-disc collection. So you get a 3D Blu-ray, a regular Blu-ray, a DVD, and a digital copy. And I think I got it for like 28 bucks or we something. We don't have that in our movie collection yet. Maybe you should do that, Corey. Okay. So uh, <laughs> cancel that useless <laughs> Disney movie club. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> what do you think of these when they make a film 3D? 
after the fact. I hate 3D. I think it's a waste of time. I am annoyed at at having to wear glasses for more than like a length of like 20 minutes. They annoy my nose. I don't like it. I I don't need it. Let's hope your eyesight stays good. I know because I don't like wearing glasses. Sunglasses are fine, but I don't know. 3D to me is overrated. I can't see 3D, so. Corey likes it. He wants 3D TV. Well, because it's the new thing. Got a new, (laughs) bigger and better thing, right? It's going to come standard, you know, before you know it. Yeah, but it's the things they use 3D for. I mean, I don't need you to see your arms sticking out of the screen or, you no. know, the cat that's going to jump out at me. It doesn't Do we seem... really need to see Simba's I mean, I don't want to watch, like, the Casey Anthony trial in 3D, but I w- there, might be a few, <laughs> there might be a few movies that I might want to check out, you know. All right. Thank you, Scott. Actually, that would make it <laughs> yeah. more interesting. You don't see that gavel come boom. Here's a Kleenex. <laughs> Okay. See what you started, Scott. <laughs> Kathy, do you have one? Mine is the Mission Tortilla Factory Tour in Disney's California Adventure, closed May 31st. Um, there's rumors that they're going to be putting in a Ghirardelli. Oh, that's much better. There. But I'm sad that they did away with the, the tortilla. Really? Yeah, I like that. Wait, is that like the that. restaurant or the no, walk-up? The little thing you go through and they show you how they make the tortillas oh all right there's okay. a chevy's across from uh, downtown <laughs> disney and they have a tortilla machine right in like the it's restaurant the where they same. make them and you can stand there and watch it until i'm your sorry heart's content. but just and eating a plain tortilla is ugh. but the fresh one but if you do it while you're wearing 3d glasses it's really <laughs> <laughs> i'm really surprised that that and the the bread place is still there i mean i think they're yeah. really cool but those look like those were ripe for you know, something else going in. But I'll be really sad if they take out the bread one. If they want to show me how they actually make the Ghirardelli chocolates, that would be awesome. Yeah, they're supposed to expand But the, as many free samples as I want. I don't know if I'm really sad about it or not or if I just don't care. <laughs> and that, Well, it's also going to be right there by the entrance to Cars Land. So I'm sure that's oh, going to be like a hot, you yeah. know, property. Yeah, and tortillas really have nothing to do with cars. Yeah. Chocolate does. <laughs> I'd probably eat chocolate in my car, not tortillas. I, I have eaten chocolate <laughs> in my car on more than one occasion. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kathy. Um, that'll do it You're for losing this. control of this. I am losing control. It's falling apart. We've got to end it. We've got to wrap it up. That'll do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion. Please stay tuned for our other segments we have for you this week. Uh, Kathy Rowling comes out at Gay Days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The team talks about... Kathy admits she's Lebanese. (laughs) The team is going to talk about the best ways to stay cool, safe, and healthy during their summer vacation here in Florida. And the Disneyland team has an entire show about Disneyland stuff. And we have got a Disboard show for you later on as well. So we hope you listen to all the segments. That'll do it for this segment. And stay tuned for more to come. Bye. Bye.